So, you're looking for something different. Well, you found it. Right here with expat entrepreneur Jewel Daniels. Pushing boundaries on the solopreneur journey, where we're all about learning to build beyond just business. Let's get it. Hey, it's Jewel Daniels here, host of the Solopreneur Journey podcast. I am glad to be back with you. Can I tell you that I started this podcast for the purpose of helping so many of those who are new entrants, those who are participating in the gig economy, and um, those who are doing well during this crisis and need help during the crisis, but this has helped me more than I, I could have ever imagined. I get so energized by the phenomenal guests that we have on our podcast, and today is just the same. You know, when you are running your own business, when you take it from your side hustle to your main hustle, (laughs) when it's your main thing, people forget what is required to manage, stabilize, sustain, grow, fight and compete when you run a business. And so when we have these guests that come and talk about all these factors that impact your ability to start a business, um, manage a business, grow a business. We forget about our physical self, our mental, our emotional, our spiritual self. There's, there's so much to this process. So today when we talk to Jaquan Newsom, who is such an extraordinary young man, um, he's got 10 years of experience as a personal trainer And he started on this mission because of his family history. Wow. So he comes from a family in which health and nutrition was not necessarily the main thing. It's not something people thought about often. He had family members who had health challenges. And through his journey, he figured out that he went to do something that would empower them and to make a difference. He wanted to be a game changer. So Be Fit Nominal is the name of his business. And we're going to be talking to him today about health and nutrition and what he has done to pivot during this COVID-19 environment. Because that's so critical, right? All of us are facing these new challenges. Nothing you could have ever planned for, no matter how well you did writing your business plan, no matter how strategic you are, this is different. So how are solopreneurs pivoting during this time frame? And Jaquan's story is interesting because he actually started out as an entrepreneur with a different venture and was able to move on from it and now has done this. And I love the way his website is even positioned. Um, You know, as a professional, sometimes we spend so much of our energy on what we're doing, how we want to do it. We get locked up in our office space. We're always running from one meeting to the other. Now some of us are feeling Zoom fatigue, but you're always on this grind 
to stay ahead of the game um, or come from a position where you feel like you may have been falling behind in the game, where you're fighting in those red oceans, all that competition or swimming through those blue oceans where things are clear and bright and you don't have as much competition or kind of you're doing a fast second thing and you're saying, okay, this is what's in the marketplace. Let me sit back, watch what others are doing, learn from it, and then get busy. Well, with all of that, no one talks about taking care of your personal self. This part for me was so critical. So critical such that in my book, Three Sides of Every Crisis, I dedicated the last three chapters um, to making sure you take care of yourself and adjusting to the next new normal, which for all of you, if you don't know, is going to be about constant disruption and how we are able to change our perspective perspective so that we can pivot to deal with it appropriately. So, you know, we've got to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And many people who probably have businesses that are in fitness and nutrition had to figure out what to do when you have a strong customer facing business. Well, guess who has that answer? Japan, Mr. Newsom. So he's going to join us. And we're going to just jump right into the conversation and hear exactly what he's doing to service his clients in this new COVID environment and how he's been able to manage the pivot as we talk so much about. And I love his three-prong approach, you know, uh, the three offerings that he has that allows you to engage. So Jaquan, tell us a bit about this. Um, let's get right into it. And I say three, but there's actually four, right? He's got one-on-one training, online training, small group training, and then the hybrid training. So love that. But we're going to dive a little bit deep, deeper into it. So Jaquan, just just tell us a little bit about the business. Yeah. Uh, so I have a podcast and we talk, it's called Hustle Health Podcast, you know, hustle and health. And um yeah, what we talk about is three different areas. We have guests on, we talk about physical health, we talk about mental health, which is huge right now, and uh, financial health. And we just talk about all why those three points are area. Uh, we talk about general population, but specifically we talk about the um, minority community of why we need to like have mental health. It's super important. We need to improve our finances. A lot of things we don't know. And like I was saying earlier, uh, the physical health, like we need to like take care of ourselves more. Um, so if we improve all those areas, we can improve our community at a, as a whole. That's yeah. wonderful. And it's lovely that you are talking about mental health because I think that is such a critical part of what we have just begun to touch the tip of the iceberg. The yeah. impact of COVID-19 on people financially, emotionally is one thing, but the mental health piece is huge. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, this is the time right now that a lot of people are, you know, being depressed and, you know, people are dying, you have to deal with that. And then you're locked up at home and then you're stressing out over work, you got the kids and um, relationships. So this this is huge. <laughs> mental health is like really big right now. It's uh, it very is. important to get a hold of that. Uh-huh. I love that. I love um, that you're touching on those areas. So given this COVID-19 environment and how it is def- definitely testing and stressing everyone, um, you know, I've been in business for over 20 years. 
So one of the things I did during this COVID-19 season was I wrote a book about the crisis and how businesses can look for opportunities despite the ob obstacles. How have you learned to pivot? Because uh, I talk about that a lot, and that even though a crisis comes, this is a season in which you, if you're paying attention and you learn to look at it in terms of a different perspective and you pivot, you can find some great hidden opportunity. How have you learned to pivot in this environment? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely everybody made some big pivots. We had to make some pivots for us too. And uh, yeah, COVID, it definitely affected me personally. One of my goals this year was to, you know, I kind of saw it like I want to be uh, online, remote, like 100%. But I wasn't exactly sure how I was going to get there. Um, when COVID hit, I was still training at a gym and I was doing some stuff online, but I wasn't fully doing it. But then boom, it hit. Gyms have to close. I'm sure you know everywhere, like you can't go to gyms anymore. So I'm like, what do I do? I have to, um, you know, got to go online 100% to still serve my clients. And that was my goal anyway. So it pushed me and it pivoted and it kind of helped me do that. So now, you know, my business is, um, I still have some mobile trainers that train for me, but I do 100% remote training. I'm actually getting better results from my clients because I can dive deeper into what they do. Um, also, on top of that, I pivoted and I started something new, a new income stream and something new. It's my new YouTube channel. Um, this year, I had like zero subscribers in January. Now I have almost 2,000, you know, right now. So it's building up and just, um, you know, showing me the value of like online and reaching out to people. Online is so huge. I wouldn't even be talking to you right now if it wasn't for online. You know, you can reach and connect with so many people. So I love the pivot of the online space. I should have invested in some Zoom stock or something beforehand. Everybody. <laughs> you know, I think we all wish we could have invested in Zoom. No one could have. <laughs> this coming that right. zoom didn't see it coming <laughs> right now they didn't yeah everybody uses zoom now so it's crazy yeah mm -hmm. it's either a technology company um online technology or a grocery store those are the two that are definitely making money they're definitely making money right now for sure it's just been incredible um yeah Sure. So along your solopreneur journey, are there any people you brought along with you? Um, um, before I ask, let me get clarity on what do you mean by that? Because I want to make sure I answer that correctly. Yeah. What sure. You mean are there any people in your life who you have brought into the business, whether it's your sister, cousin, friend that has helped you to build the business? Yeah. Um, actually, you know, I want to say, you know, of course it was just me. Like I, I you know, it's, I don't have any employees, but I do have my sister doing like admin work. So she, I guess you could say that, you know, she helps me shoot YouTube videos. Um, I don't think in the business I brought people along with me, but I would say mentally I brought people along with me because nobody in my family has their own business. They're not, not doing this, but mentally i brought people along with me and they can see my journey and now they're thinking like wow maybe i can do this for myself or maybe um i had this idea maybe i want to start this so nobody has helped me build it it's been me i literally shoot videos edit videos uh do calls doing everything myself but 
mentally I brought people with me because I could show them what's possible. Yeah. That's, that's the delicious part of this because the solopreneur journey is all about learning to do all those. You, you know, you're like an octopus. You have many, many different, <laughs> you know, arms. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, uh -huh. and, and so what's been cool about that, but what's been the most challenging oh, thing about having to wear all those hats? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's cool. You get to see your abilities and what you can do. Like, oh, wow, I didn't know I can't. I have the skill set or the resilience to, you know, to do a podcast, to do a YouTube, to make calls, to train people. Um, but, you know, of course, that comes with like, man, I'm, I'm tired. I need it just comes with a lot. You know, you're like, man, I have to stay up late and edit this. And um, I don't think we I don't think as entrepreneurs or people watching this don't take value in like, oh, I can work super hard and I can do everything myself. Um, that's not how you scale up. That's not how you have a successful business. Um, you know, once you get to a certain point, always try to look to delegate, always look for support because, you know, you can't do everything by yourself. Even if you can, you're going to go a lot slower than you, if you'll have some help, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. I love that. That I love that. There's such value in having an open mind. Um, I did a I did an interview the other week, and the gentleman it, it was for um, B2B uh, the, the tech guys, um, the app guys. And one of the questions they asked me was, uh, "What's the one thing that has stuck with you over the years? What's the one advice that you would give someone that you got from someone else?" And there's this gentleman by the name of Charlie Brown who lives in Savannah, Georgia. Mm -hmm. I adore him. I absolutely adore him. And he used to work a lot on political campaigns. And he was just kind of this small business guy along with his wife, Charlena, just, you know, that couple in the community that is always very entrepreneurial, very enterprising. And as I was building my business, he said to me, he said, Jewel, the mind is like a parachute. It only works if it's open. And that stuck with me forever because what it has taught me is no matter what stage you're in, in growing from an entrepreneur, a solopreneur to entrepreneur to business owner, if you don't keep your mind open, you're going to die. Your business will completely fail because all this, this, you know, push with technology, a lot of people are afraid of it. Mm -hmm. They push away from it. They don't want to learn it. Um, they don't want to think about collaborating. They want to keep their idea to themselves. They have all these fears. They don't want to reach out and ask questions, don't want to have mentors. So, you know, for you to scale as a business, you've got to keep an open mind because it allows you to be agile. Um, for sure, for sure, yeah. Like I was saying, that's Blockbuster right there. Now, remember Blockbuster, people used to go and, you know, <laughs> or, you know, rent yeah. the game the DVDs, but, you know, they'll keep an open mind and seeing, you know, what's next and, you know, being open to different things. Yeah. Your business can just be gone. Sure. It can be gone. Absolutely. And I can't remember the name of the company, but do you remember um, Blockbuster was really huge, but then this company, I think it was called Red Something, started with how Red you Box. can rent videos. What's the name of it? Red Box. Yes, and you can rent the videos on the way out the, the door at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, so it was, yeah, but then Redbox, and now they got yeah, the Netflix, and now everything's streaming now, so, yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. And that's also part of the lesson 
which is um, sometimes people feel like change is a, is a dirty word. It's almost like a cuss word to them. But, and they say, if it's not broken, why do we have to fix it? And what you did with your business model, it wasn't a matter of it being broken, but you found another way to make it better. And that's what change and the evolution does from Blockbuster to Redbox to Netflix. The change, the change happens, the need happens, the, you know, the demand from your customer. So what you're doing is, is, is wonderful and you're leaving a legacy too. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and you know, things always change and who knows how technology is gonna change the next five years, the next 10 years, and then it might be something completely different. Um, yeah, that's why I'm going hard on the YouTube right now. Right now, you know, I'm making a, a couple hundred dollars from YouTube, but I know that I, I spend a lot of time personally on YouTube. People, you know, that might be the next thing you, everyone needs a YouTube. I know you have one. And, um, yeah, we just never know. So we got to keep being innovative for sure. Yeah, and we all have their, our challenges because, I, yes, I have a YouTube channel, but I am terrible. I'm, this is self-coaching. I'm terrible at doing videos. I need to do more <laughs> videos. Okay. But it's intimidating to me, and oh, it makes yeah. no sense because I speak around the world. I have spoken before 5,000, 10,000 people, the Congressional Black Caucus, you name it. I've done it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it is because I guess it's, it's different. It's speaking, speaking to real people and then looking at the camera and you're critiquing yourself. And um, it, it's, it's different than speaking to an audience for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I can attend. And I'm glad you said that because that's it. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, man, I didn't say that right. No, yeah. It's different. Yeah. You, know, you talk to somebody like me and you, we, talking you might have messed up on my words but we didn't actually you know stop and like oh let me say that again because it's yeah it's just a conversation but when you're on camera you're like oh man this got to be perfect I'm, yeah so it's yeah it's good i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna mm -hmm. check it out so how did you get past that how did you how did you get past that how did you not beat yourself up when you made mistakes i might not even be past it 100 right now i just but I, over time, doing a lot of videos, you know, you get a little better of, you know, actually putting it out. And I like to put them out on Wednesday and Friday. So it's like, I, I got to put these out. So, um, and I post like daily on my social media doing videos and stuff. So I guess just getting the reps up makes it better. But, you know, I'm going to be shooting some videos later today. And I'm sure, you know, I, I mess up a few times, but just trial and error, you know, just getting those reps up. I'm not, I won't, I'm not the best on camera, but you know, it's just got to make improvements. Your first video is going to be your worst video and then you get better from there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you, you don't even notice you did this, but you tied in what you do to um, what you just shared, which is get those reps up. Cause that's what I heard. That's what clicked for me. It's the repetition of exercising those muscles that get stronger. And as those muscles get stronger, you get more fit, you get better. So, you yeah, know, well, you don't even realize that it is a part of your DNA and the way you, or maybe you did, but you did a great job at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize it. Yeah. I was just talking, but okay. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Just like working out. Yeah. Start off, you're going to suck. Mm -hmm. You know, as you keep going, you'll get a little stronger, you're a little stronger and you always can get, you know, stronger and better. So yeah, I feel like I'm in the, yeah. you know, Still in the small phase. Still got the little weights right now, but I'm, you know, I'm improving every day. Yeah. 
Yes, excellent. Um, so I love asking guests this question. Uh, there is a difference between being successful and being great. Um, okay. Everyone de defines it differently. Some people yeah. feel like uh, the ultimate goal is to be successful. Others feel like the ultimate goal is to be great. Which one is your preference and how do you define the difference between success and greatness? Okay, um, so I would define the difference personally. That's a good question. I've never been asked that question. I've never uh, heard that question before. It's good. Um, to me, being successful is kind of achieving your desire, your personal desires. You know, successful might be like, I want to make a certain amount of money. Um, you know, I want to get a certain amount of car. I want to start my own business. I want to reach these milestones. And I think greatness is like kind of what are you doing for other people? Um, personally, what are you leaving a legacy behind? Um, you know, because it's a lot of, and are you great in other areas too? Uh, I think it's a lot of people who are successful, but, um, you know, do you have a great relationship? You know, do you have, um, are you a great dad? Are you a great brother? Um, are you leaving something behind? Like, you know, yeah, so that's just a, yeah, I think that's a distinction right there. You know, greatness is like legacy. What are you doing for others? What are you going to leave behind? Successful is what have you achieved? You nailed it. Um, I actually started that question. My daughter was in college. And whenever I would drop her off, uh, you know, I'd, I'd drop her off after taking her around. You know how you do it when you're in college. I went to Hampton University. So you okay. know, your parents come to visit. They take you to the grocery store. They always got to get you some food because you're always low on food. Oh, <laughs> you know? oh, um, or whatever. Thing. <laughs> Right. Um, they take you out to, to, to dinner because you don't have no restaurant money anymore. Uh, normally when you're in college and you yeah. do all those things. And when I would drop her back off at campus and she was a star volleyball player. So I was really proud of her. But I said to her, um, which one do you choose? Success or grace? And her freshman year, she was like, success. She was a star volleyball player. They had the big banner on the side of the building. She was a part of a collage that was on the wall. You know, it was all about her. As the years went by, um, I think it was by the middle to the, to the end of her sophomore year, she said, greatness. And I said, why? And she got it. Because I would tell her this when she was younger, but you know, it takes you some time to make mm -hmm. the connections. And she said, because success is what I do for myself and greatness is what uh, you know, I can do for others. And I asked you that question because I, I kind of knew you would have the answer because of what you've done for your family. The fact that you are the first college graduate in your family and that you're setting the example of not just higher education, but how to build your own business is the legacy and greatness that you're leaving um, and you're living at this time. So, and to do it at this, this young age, this young place in your life is absolutely tremendous. Yes, for sure. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. And I think the way we live, you know, shouldn't just be for us. You know, when we pass away, people should look at our lives and be somewhat inspired. It makes that change. Because I think that's just what makes the world a better place overall. You know what I mean? You can't just be selfish and like, I want to achieve, achieve for myself. And that's it. So I think one of my biggest desires is like, when I pass away, I want people to be like, man, he was a, a great man. He did a lot for the community. Uh, 
I'm inspired by him to uh, keep going. And I want to people at my funeral, you know what I mean? People die. Some people die and it's like, oh, okay, man, that's pretty sad that he died. And they keep moving on. But, you know, I wanted to make an impact. I want more people, you know, at my funeral than, you know, at my party or, you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect, absolutely perfect sense. So tell our listeners um, where they can find you. Make sure you give them the, your full name because, you know, my, my daughter's name is Janae and I spell it J-Y-N-N-A-H. And so people look at it, they don't know how to pronounce it. And I said, that's okay. <laughs> I'll tell you how. <laughs> so please tell them uh, where to find you and, 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 and all the good stuff. Okay, for sure, man. People do not not to say my name. So my, I always just refer to my name as Quan, but my name is Jaquan Newsome. Um, you spell that J A Q U A N, and then Newsome is like a compound word. New and some N E W S O M E. So if you look that up on Facebook, you can add me on Facebook. Uh, I'm on YouTube, Instagram. Um, as uh, B Fit Nominal, so that's B E F I T and N O M E N A L. So B Fit Nominal, um, yeah, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Look that up, and um, as well, yeah, we post a different podcast every Monday. It's called Hustle Health Podcast. So if you're interested in physical health, mental health, um, financial health, different tips, uh, yeah, look that up. And the services that I offer is uh, I offer remote training. I work with a lot of high-level professionals, people who are CEOs, people who are doctors. But even if you are, you know, serious about your health, we can develop a program for you. And everything is custom based off the individual. Uh, most of my clients want to lose, you know, 10 to 40 pounds or they want to build muscle or tone up or just maintain their health. So um, if you're interested in that, reach out to me and we can figure out a custom plan for you and um, go from there. I appreciate you having me on here, Solopreneur Podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so very much for for joining us. I love the piece about um, your target audience of professionals because very often we get stuck in the office or we get stuck in the grind of what we're doing and our health takes a back seat. So having that as part of your niche market is, is a very, very good idea. Thank you for joining us on the Solopreneur journey. It's been wonderful having you with us and you keep doing fabulous things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You too as well. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Take Very care. Lucky. I'll Thanks. let you know in this post. Okay. Yeah. Let me know where I can find it out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. See ya. Yeah. I definitely want to stay in contact with you. We'll edit this so it's okay, but, um, I definitely want to stay in contact with you because I want to know more about how you work with professionals and I want to see some of your videos. Um, it's definitely something that I need to, to, to do myself. It's a little bit more, not everyone has their challenges. So I live between Jamaica and um, Georgia. I go between Jamaica, Georgia and the DMV because my daughter's in DC and Virginia. But working out in Jamaica during this COVID has been tough. It's so hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot over there. Huh? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You can see me starting and, and I'm 52. So, you know, I'm going through that, 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 that wonderful, you know, phase in life where sometimes it's hot like summer and sometimes it's cold like winter in the span of five minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, I've never been. I want to go there one day, Jamaica. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah we can stay in touch and uh, figure something out whenever you're ready. And uh, definitely want to stay in touch. Yeah, you definitely seem like a very interesting person. You're doing a lot of great things. And um, yeah, I'm always want to collaborate with people whenever I can. Absolutely. And if you ever need anything, advice, or you see someone in my network that you want to connect with, um, that's what we're here to do. My whole purpose, my reason for doing this particular podcast, because people ask me, they say, well, you're a global leadership expert and, you know, you wrote this book about crisis and I write business books. Um, this is my fourth book. But wow. what I wanted to do was help solopreneurs understand how to apply what I'm talking about in the book for them. A lot of people think it's just for, you know, mid-sized and large companies, and it's not. All you have to do is, is, is reduce the, the concept and make it fit for you. Um, so I want to talk to solopreneurs because I remember this journey when I started and how hard it was, um, all yeah. these conceptions that I had <laughs> and the brick walls that, that I hit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a lot of brick walls. I got bruises, still getting bruises. Yeah, are you on Facebook? Yes, I am on Facebook. So I'll send you all my information via LinkedIn so that we can follow each other and stay stay um, in touch. If you need a mentor, I'm here for you. I'll take I'll take all I'll take everything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, any help, any mentor. Yeah, I love mentorship. You never, you know, always can learn from people for sure. I'm still on my climb too so yeah for sure and when people tell me stuff i always i always uh take them up on it <laughs> i never decline that though yeah so don't end don't exactly. tell me stuff I, I might actually take you up on it <laughs> you know that's exactly where i started so are you familiar with george frazier do you know george frazier mm -mm. no no George Frazier um, is this African-American um, guy. He wrote the book, Success Runs in Our Race, wrote it years ago. Used to be an executive at Procter & Gamble. Um, he started FraserNet and the Power Networking Conference. So that's another thing you wanna look up. Um, he started this conference on the power of being able to uh, create a network and how important having a network and mentors are. And it has evolved to understanding also how to click and that um, networks, even though you have a network where people will always say it's all about who you know. Um, and under his mentorship, I came up with it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. Because I know Oprah, but Oprah doesn't know me, so it doesn't serve me any purpose. <laughs> right? So, um, but it's, it's about who, who knows you, right? And creating those clicks, those, those, those opportunities where you click and you mesh and you um, are able to align your ideologies and your vision and your faith and you're able to massage them and make your network work for each other. So um, years ago, I launched this conference called the Black Business Professionals and Entrepreneurs Conference. That's when I was living in Savannah, Georgia. And I was looking for a mentor. I was looking for a speaker. And he was famous. Like he had written all these books. He had been on stage with um, Les Brown, you know, just and I just reached out to him. I sent him an email and my email said, you talk a lot about networking and building up the black business community, staying connected and helping others. I'm hoping that you live by what you say, because I really need to talk to you. And he responded. Uh, you just never know, huh? <laughs> you just never know. 
Sometimes you, you like, yeah. Know. And that was, yeah, I was shocked when he responded. That was back in 2003. Uh, 2004, I wrote my first book and wrote the forward to my book. Wow. 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 That's crazy. Sheesh. Yeah. So never yeah. underestimate the power of reaching out because you never know what is going to return to you. Um, and this year when I was writing this book, Les Brown reached out to me, uh, which was a shock because wow. I had, I didn't reach out to Les Brown. Did, you never know who's watching you. Mm. What do you say when you reached out? So he, he had seen that I had been posting about this book that I was writing uh, about the crisis. And he said, nobody's doing that, especially no one black is doing that. What do you mean you're writing about the, the crisis? And I was like, I'm writing about the crisis. And uh, he said, where are you? I said, I'm in Jamaica. And he said, so wait, so where's your family? I said, so he said, wait, you mean to tell me you are a single woman who packed up, left America, moved to Jamaica, built your business, and now you're writing this book about the crisis? And he said, I said, yeah. He said, oh, no, i got to have you on my show. And so he wow. had me, yeah. So you're on, on the show. show. Okay, can, where can I check that out at? Is it a link? <laughs> yeah, you can go to, um, I'll send you my links on Facebook. I'm terrible at marketing myself. That I'm working on that because that's my weakness. I tell you, this video, I use it all the time, but I use it to help other people. I haven't you really, because um, I haven't had to, right? So I've been able to do well with my client base and things of that nature without being um, very immersed in social media. But I realized that I can help more people if I embrace how to use social media. So I'll send you my links. It's on, it's on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. And um, on my LinkedIn page, I also uploaded the video, the interview with, with Les Brown. And the funny thing is, um, I had his number saved in my phone because we met years ago. So when I saw Les Brown come up, I was like, okay, what kind of <laughs> hopes is this? Uh, <laughs> right. Those people stay in your network and, and they're meaningful relationships that can come around. And if I can help bring some things together for you, I'd be more than glad to do that. Yeah, for sure. I got to expand my network for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to the message you send me following and, uh, we will, yeah, we'll be talking again soon. We're, we're best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, darling. All right. See ya. It's been another great time spent with you. Thanks for joining this episode of the Solopreneur Journey with expat entrepreneur Jewel Daniels, where we love being your ear candy. Let us hear from you by dropping a note at www.thesolopreneurjourney.net. Remember, you may be working on your single shingle enterprise, but you're not alone. See you next time when we push boundaries to build beyond just business.